0: podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. I'm uh, Matt. <laughs> we have no Tammy or Mel. We've lost them both. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Mel is uh, has gone on holiday without Matt, with Matt's family. I don't know what that's about, Matt. She's left <laughs> you at know home. Either. They, I don't They like her better than me. Aww. So we, we've, guys. we've got Matt and Tammy... The lone American of the podcast is celebrating Thanksgiving, or whatever that is. So we have uh, brought in, to replace Mel, another lovely Canadian returning guest. Maybe one of the best Canadians ever, because she lives in a town named the same as the town I live in, or something. I'm very sick, guys, by the way, just to let you know. Uh, But it is the lovely Dr. Moira Brown.
1: Yay!
0: (laughs) Hello! It's nice to be back, Claire. It's nice to be back. I'm glad you're on this episode, because I'm sick, so you can like be my doctor. <laughs> and also, there's a lot of, do- of medical jargon in this episode, so I was like, oh, I'm glad Moira's on this one, because she can tell me what a, uh, uh, where is it, a, a something uh, a epi- epithelial cell is. <laughs> Okie dokie, when we get there. <laughs> okay, I wrote it down. <laughs> so I, know,
1: I can hear your pages flipping. You can hear what?
0: My pages, yeah. Here you go, guys, my notes. You ready? See, I make all the notes. All the notes, very oh, prepared. <laughs> um, so, Moira, have you watched any? Have you watched ahead of the podcast at all for Luke Cage, or have you just watched Claire, this episode? <laughs>
1: you know me better than that. No. I do not. Um, and actually, I I hadn't even sent you any feedback so far this year, just because I was so behind. I had to do a bit of a marathon in the last two weeks to... To catch Ooh. up.
0: <laughs> See, I would have thought you would have watched this as soon as it hit because I know how you like Mr. Luke Cage.
1: <laughs> I just have been bogged down in a few things, one of which was taxes, and so you know, life got in the way. But um then, then when I was catching up, I thought, well, no, I don't want to go ahead now because I, I don't know. I just felt like I should behave myself. So, <laughs> but I'm not going to promise I won't zip ahead now that I'm done.
0: Ooh. <laughs> I might just sneak right to the end. Well, you got to have shirtless Luke in this in this episode, you know, just <laughs> for you. So okay. I bet you were happy.
1: <laughs> yes, I can replace the Tammy, you
0: know. <laughs> you can do the Tammy <laughs> okay. squee. Appreciate oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, as I've said, I think my mum fancies him as well. She calls him the handsome man, so you know, I think she's got a bit of a crush. Mm. Although my sister saw. About five minutes of this episode today as well. She's never watched any of the Marvel shows, and she did go, Oh, he's quite nice. So <laughs> I think it's just uh, Mike Holter. Everyone fancies him. Even he's back- nice. Yeah, he is he's quite nice. <laughs> he is quite <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, um, in terms of news this week, there isn't really anything apart from some more uh, set photos from the Defenders were released, and I can't tell you what they were. It was two certain characters meeting up and it made me kind of go because it relates to something that's to come up in Luke Cage that I'm not that happy with. So that's mm. all I can say. Listeners, if you can work out what it is, you win a prize. That's all I can say. So I'm going to leave you wondering, guys. Sorry. Um, well, Now
1: I just want to sleep in that, Claire. <laughs> you'll be like, oh,
0: what is that? Uh, yep. and, and then usually here would be where I, uh, we cross over to Tammy for a bit of Tammy time. But Tammy is so busy celebrating Thanksgiving that she has not left us any feedback. And to even rub salt into the wound, Tammy is out partying in my favourite restaurant in Orlando right now as we speak, uh, which is called Hottopotto. If you ever go to Orlando, you should go. It has the best food. It's amazing. But I will leave a little gap here and say here's Tammy's feedback she sent us later.
2: Uh, as far as music, there were a lot of lyrics with the N-words for Blown Up The Spot, so I chose not to read out any of those lyrics, because that's not comfortable for me. Um, as far as other music, we have a song called King of New York that's featured when um, Shades is looking around the club, and Zip comes in and with uh, Sugar and cocoa and all that stuff, and... Uh, <laughs> That song is uh, happens to feature Raekwon and Ghostface Killer, so that's fun stuff for us because that is uh, two guys from the Wu-Tang Clan. So, yay. There you go for music.
0: So that was Tammy's feedback. Thanks, Tammy. That was, Tammy.
2: That was hilarious.
0: That was, that was all the music facts. It was great. We learned so much about the music. It was brilliant.
1: Between bites of pumpkin pie, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this episode was episode eight called blowing up the spot um this was written by aida mashaka kroll i hope i said that correctly and directed by magnus Martins, which is like the best name i love that name that it sounds okay. like game of thrones name magnus Martins. <laughs> <laughs> or, a super,
3: or a superhero because of the alliteration
0: oh yeah it could be a superhero that would be cool So, quick synopsis of this episode is, Mariah campaigns to turn the city against Luke, and not even Misty or Claire may be able to save him. So we start off, and Luke is where he was at the end of last episode, he's lying on the floor, bleeding, and Claire is trying to tend to the wound. And
3: she's she's telling him to breathe, breathe, and (laughs) I've never heard that for a gunshot victim. I've heard that for pregnant people.
0: Yeah, Moira, is this what... Well, they make a pregnancy joke later as well when Luke's like, is it a boy or a girl? Yes. Maybe she actually thinks he's pregnant for some reason. <laughs> Moira, do you tell, like, gunshot victims to breathe on a regular basis?
1: Um, well, first, complete disclosure, I-, I would never actually see a GSW <laughs> because
0: I'm not in a... What? Book. I thought you were I like I Claire thought... and you deal with everything. Like, like all, <laughs> all fictional doctors like Scully do. Exactly. Um...
1: No, if, the, if, if they're breathing, you don't really tell them to. I don't, yeah, I don't know where the point is. You might tell someone to slow down their breathing so they don't, you know, hyperventilate. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know who wrote that. They clearly did not consult me
0: first. You should always <laughs> consult Dr. Moore-Brown.
1: No, I, you know, tell, tell the showrunners, listen, you need a little input, you need a little advice. Hey, I'll stay up late just to tell hey, you.
0: Hey,
3: Luke. <laughs> okay, Luke, you've been shot. Breathe. Don't forget to breathe. You need to breathe in order to live. so To don't be forget, alive.
1: Okay? I mean, I do tell people don't forget
0: to breathe when I'm about to do a pelvic exam. I do. Do you think Claire would also say to Luke, like, keep your heart beating, Luke. Keep your heart beating. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's a little silly.
0: Concentrate um, on pumping your blood. <laughs> Pump your blood. so luke is put in an ambulance and we see the shooter uh who i'll call striker because we find out his name later uh following and then we meet manny who is driving the ambulance and he used to run with claire's uncle we hear uh do you guys want to hear a fun fan kind of theory that's come up since uh this series aired absolutely Hmm. okay well a lot of fans Um, have a theory that or not necessarily that this is the case but they would love for this to be the case that Claire's uncle is actually Turk
3: Claire's uncle (laughs) why?
0: Because she keeps talking about an uncle who gets up to dodgy dealings and this guy Manny used to kind of run with her uncle so she's got an uncle that does dodgy dealings and her uncle what if her uncle was Turk (laughs) yeah
3: Hmm, I don't know. So you cool.
0: met him in any of the other series? No. Nope. Hmm. That would be pretty cool. It'd be kind of <laughs> awkward if her and uh, Matt Murdoch had kind of ended up together and then he you know, Turk came to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Hey, are you,
2: Daredevil?
0: Um so Luke is insisting that he's okay, but Claire knows he's lying. And then the ambulance suddenly tips over because of an explosion on the road caused by striker um and luke claire and manny all exit the ambulance and then shoot um, i keep calling him shooter in my notes striker uh tells the audience what his favorite movie is which is the warriors (laughs) Uh, two
3: two quotes from him
0: he quotes so much stuff if he's not quoting the warriors he's quoting the bible later Mm -hmm. he's he's quite he's quoting mcgee he could be in our quote section
3: that is that is one of my favorite quotes of all time from movies. Though is uh,
0: can you do
1: <laughs> Yeah, good job, Matt. <laughs> uh,
0: you could you could uh, do that. Do you do you do that every time you're calling out your enemies?
3: <laughs> I just do it randomly
0: throughout the day. Slash so possible, <laughs> you do it to the cats. Um, actually, I'm going to go off on a very weird tangent here, but I just have to mention to our listeners as well that I discovered yesterday, the most amazing app. Um, I have recommended it to previous guest um, Brad, but if you have an Android phone, you should immediately go and download the app that is just called Skeletor, because um, all it is is an app where you can play every single one of Skeletor's insults from the original He-Man cartoon series. Mm. So I have been having so much fun with this today, playing it to the cat, to my sister down the phone to my mate and if the cat is in the way just like playing to them get out of the way you fairy boob and it's just <laughs> joyful and everyone needs skeletal quotes in their life skeletal the app do it by the way skeletal the app does not sponsor defenders podcast <laughs> it's not fun <laughs> so uh, there's some sirens appear in the distance so striker runs off and then claire helps luke away and uh, obviously he's still very injured. So, what did you guys think of this like of this guy, Striker? Obviously, we don't know anything about him at this point. Did you think more that he is he might be Diamondback, or he is just like a a random uh, sniper? Because obviously there was predictions thought, last week that he was Diamondback.
3: I thought Diamondback was going to be more businessy guy, businessy looking guy. Me
0: too. I thought he was going to be more of a kingpin.
3: Yeah. Um. This guy drives a Hummer, which usually I'm like, anyone who drives a Hummer, I'm like, ugh, douche, (laughs) just automatically. (laughs) But this guy actually has, like, military stuff, so he is, like, he's justified in driving his Hummer.
0: He's a bit of a douche, he shot
3: Luke. (laughs) I guess, but, I mean, most people drive around their Hummers, and I'm like, are you expecting a, like, desert war to break out in some here, you know?
1: I had the same thought, Matt, I, I... Uh, my first impression was he looks ex-military or military.
0: Yeah, he must be yeah.
1: uh, right, and
0: we um, an all Steeler as well.
1: Yeah, and because I know nothing about Luke Cage's universe, I am, um, and therefore I know nothing about Diamondback and who he is or mm-hmm. isn't, other than what I've seen on the show. Um, I had no idea really who this guy was when he first appeared. I'm like, what? <laughs> Luke has an enemy. Okay. Yeah, I had no clue who he was.
0: Okay. Uh, At the club, Cottonmouth's body is still lying under a sheet and we kind of see flashbacks of Mariah killing him. And then Shades is obviously creeping around as he always does. (laughs) Um, It comes in wearing his gloves and we sort of intersperses with him talking to Mariah and uh, Bailey and Misty kind of discussing the case over Cottonmouth's body. Um, Mariah mentions about the bottle because obviously they need to find the bottle and get rid of it. Um, and Misty realizes that something else would have killed him, so she's looking for, you know, speakers or anything like that. And obviously, we know it was the mic stand. Um, and then <laughs> my favorite bit is when Shades calls Mariah a sexy, domineering bitch. <laughs> yep. I
3: think he was trying to make her feel better, but she took it as an insult.
0: <laughs> I think he's kind of crushing on her. Mm -hmm. I think when she's like all violent and evil, he's like, Oh yeah. Sexy.
1: Yeah. I'm a little bit, um, I have a question for you because you have knowledge that I do not. So (laughs) what's new, right? So, um, (laughs) so when I'm watching that scene, I'm thinking, okay, so does this mean that shades like shades barely tolerated Cottonmouth? You know, Mm -hmm. I think he never really respected him, obviously. Um, and so does this mean that Shades, the whole time, has just been waiting for Mariah to step up? And if that's the case, what I don't understand is, how does he even know all that much about her?
0: I don't know, is the answer. Uh, because you would You would think, I, I mean, how does he know about Cottonmouth as well? I mean, I guess Cottonmouth because Diamondback deals with Cottonmouth and, right. and Diamondback okay. deals with... Yeah, both, and, and Shades both works different. for for Diamondback so I'm guessing it's the same thing but I just like to imagine that he when he started working at, for Diamondback and found out about Cottonmouth he went and did yeah. some of his you know, his lurking as he does and just <laughs> kind of found out about her that way because all he does is lurk in shadows and just kind of appear so
1: yeah. alright, I just wondered if maybe there was something more to it or I don't know, something I don't else know. In the backstory that
0: I don't know about I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of, anyway.
1: Um, I mean, meaning, I guess, does he know her origins about uh, what's her name again? You know.
0: Oh, Mama Mabel.
1: Thank you, Mama Mabel. I think I like he would know who Mama
0: Mabel is because she's yeah. pretty famous in in, in Harlem. Yeah. He would know in regards to the club, but I don't think the whole thing about Uncle Pete and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. So it's interesting. So I don't know whether. He really just admires her and wants her to step up and thinks, yeah, she's got a panache for this. Or, or whether he thinks, uh, kind of as he implies later, well, he'll really now be the brains of that place and mm-hmm. she'll be
0: just the, um,
1: you know, the front person.
0: And the money. Right. And the yeah, money. I, I, I kind of took yeah. it that way because he sort of says, oh, Mariah owns the club, but I'm the boss. Yeah. So I feel like he's thinking he can use her. She's going to be more used to him than Cottonmouth would have been.
1: Yeah.
0: Cottonmouth was too unpredictable. Just, yeah, and
1: just more he, yeah. yeah, and he has bigger aspirations. Like, he would rather be the Cottonmouth equivalent than be just Diamondback's right-hand guy? I
0: don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Uh, so...
1: Oh, and
0: can I just say I love Shades. <laughs> I love say. Shades as well. Yeah, <laughs> I really do. He's such fun to watch. I love Shades and Mariah together. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like they're so much fun. I love them. Yep. So Shades like beats in Cottonmouth's face even more. Obviously to make it look like it's it's <laughs> Luke that attacked him. Um, and this is when we find out that they're going to um, frame Luke using Candice, who Candice we've met before in the show. <laughs> Um, so Candice, uh, basically says that she saw Luke kill Cottonmouth and then, uh, when Misty's interviewing Mariah, Mariah says that she found him dead in the club and heard Candice crying, um, which already I'd be like, hmm, I don't know about that, <laughs> mm-hmm. just seems a bit too easy, um. So Misty arrives back at the precinct and, uh, sorry, Mariah arrives at the precinct, too many M's, and speaks to the press uh, and kind of defends Cottonmouth. And this is when she starts to really, she doesn't accuse Luke, but she starts to raise questions about him Mm -hmm. to the press. How much do we really know? And at the same time, we see Shades planting something at Pops and we don't really know what it is. But we find out later, it's some yellow gloves. Mm Mm-hmm. I like the idea that Luke wore his, like, marigolds, supposedly, to kill Cottonmouth. Like the ones (laughs) he used with his dishwashing. Revenge. All
3: those dishes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Should have, like, smashed his head in with, like, a load of plates. (laughs) (laughs) Won't have to wash these ever again, Smash.
3: That would have made it more convincing, yeah, if they just took every plate in the place and smashed it over his head. (laughs) Yeah. This was definitely done by a dishwasher.
1: Well, clearly, Matt, you've got a talent for nefarious planning.
0: For framing people. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: Mm. <laughs> well, I'll keep that in mind. Now we know where Mel is. <laughs> Matt, gonna... Matt sent Mel down. <laughs> exactly. I, I
3: learned from Mel, and then I eliminated him.
0: Ooh, oh, scary. <gasps> oh, no, he's going after everyone. Moira, you're next. You're Canadian. <laughs> I know. You're practically neighbours.
1: I <laughs> <Yeah>, practically. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Claire has taken Luke to a women's clinic um, and sort of like the, you know, with obviously there's med supplies and Luke gives Claire a necklace to look after, which we're assuming is the USB that we saw in the previous uh, episodes. And I've got a question here. So I want you guys to tell me, because we've discussed a lot about what can Luke feel and not feel, but while Claire is sterilizing the wound, Mm -hmm. Claire seems surprised that he can feel it. And he's like, yeah, yeah a bit. And I was like, it's, well, yeah. it's not like he has no sense of touch because... Exactly. That's what I don't get. And he clearly yeah. feels stuff because he's reacted to stuff before. And, like, he's... he's like, when he was having sex with, like, Misty and Jessica, sure. like, he enjoyed yeah. it and everything.
1: Uh-huh. He had
0: orgasms. So I don't windy. get this. Because, of yeah, course, he think. would feel it. Yeah. I don't understand this. So I was like, am I missing something? I wanted to ask no. you guys.
1: You are not missing anything.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
3: Um,
0: okay. Cause I was so, like, well, so it's
3: interesting. It's interesting that his, his tissue is like hard the whole way through. I thought it was just his skin, but it's like below his skin is also hard.
1: Yeah. Well, at first I couldn't tell if she was feeling bits of the bullet or what she was feeling. Um, I mean, obviously not, but, you know, just the way they, they um, the way they showed it, she's barely penetrating into that wound, and she's kind of tapping. It sounds like she's tapping on I don't know what a piece of steel. The sound effects her.
0: like glass scratching and, on yeah, glass. Yeah, it does
1: really make a lot of sense. To
3: yeah, me. if
0: he was that and hard, if his, his muscle
3: tissues, his tissues
1: wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. You wouldn't <laughs> be able <laughs> to move. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, physiologically, that just doesn't make any sense. So. My little brain says, well, if your skin, if your epithelium were, like your outer layer, were somehow transformed by that bat- vat of liquid he was in, and it sort of got turned into armor, that would kind of make sense to me. But your organs are a whole different matter.
0: Like, but your organs have skin, don't they, Moira? Like there's a little a little skin around your liver and a little skin around... No, there's
1: not. I know there
0: isn't. <laughs> no, they, no, they have other...
1: Uh, outer layers and coatings but they don't behave the same way as, as skin does at all skin is really quite a good defense mechanism well body, skin's an organ it's, by itself right but it's very different in structure from say yeah. the capsule around your kidney for instance or you know the lining like the pericardium around your heart They're, they aren't at all like skin not even
0: how, close. how does like no. oxygen enter his blood if his everything's solid I mean
1: it, it makes no sense because in reality oxygen literally gases diffuse through the walls of your blood vessels that's how you get your oxygen so if she was showing because she said is epithelial oh back to what that is right your question earlier <laughs> the
0: epithelium.
1: so the epithelium just means um the lining layer for lack of a better word okay so there's a thin layer of cells lining all your organs. So the inside of a blood vessel has an epithelial epithelial layer. It's the first layer. Is it below the down. epidermis? Well, again, don't think about skin. It's a different thing. So okay. inside of your mouth, think of your cheeks, right? Inside mm-hmm. your mouth, that is your epithelial layer inside. It's oh. in but it's it, it, So it's just the first coating, right? If you're inside your intestine, that first layer where all your food gets absorbed, that's the epithelial layer. So anyway. When She's saying, Oh, it's springy and it closes ranks, kind of right. I'm thinking, Okay, again, well, that might work for skin, but but that's not gonna work if you're trying to let your organs do what they have to do. It is very odd, it doesn't really make yeah. sense, yeah. Not well, to mention, it's quite
2: neighbor,
1: she, she can't look under a microscope and
0: hopefully. <laughs> She, she glanced at the microscope and then was like, oh, and it does this and this and this. And I was like, how can you tell? She's it like, could, it's it energy absorbent. It. How do you okay. know? Dr. Geek, the sign she made with this big
1: whack of thick smudgy blood stuff on it the only time you ever do that is if you're looking for malaria okay there's like no other time you do a, a smear that thick because truly, unless it's one cell thin you can't see anything it just looks like a hodgepodge of yeah. debris piled up on
0: each other so it's just silly but anyway, what, if, what I, if she like looked up like after she looked at that and she was like well i don't know about your skin look but you've definitely got malaria and he's like oh no <laughs> Then I'm the only one who would get the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else would be like, what? And you're sitting at home slapping your knee laughing. Uh,
1: so so anyway, I, I, is this, by the way, is any of this in the comic?
0: I don't think so. That's I would completely. have to
3: imagine at some point he, his skin has been penetrated and he's needed surgery.
0: Oh, I mean, I think that's... He's definitely needed surgery in the comics because there was the scene um, that's similar to when he's like rushed to hospital and Jessica Jones um that I think is in Secret War in the comics where he's in an explosion and he's injured internally um and so Jessica rushes him to hospital because at the time they're they're a couple and the doctors are like trying to operate like and cut him open but they can't um and I can't remember what they do at the time but I mean th- this must have come up again but in terms of like the whole um, the detail about these particular cells i don't know if that's ever come up in the comics i don't think it has i think it's just explained away with you know comic science <laughs> like think, you know like like daredevil how well how can he kind of see as well radiation right. radiation yeah, I mean, gives you powers not cancer
1: <laughs> and i was about to say so i think sometimes when they try to over explain things and it's like leave me the magic i'm okay with yeah. just knowing that somehow he magically has like an armor shell i'm fine with that I, I you don't have to give me a scientific explanation because you know there actually isn't one
0: yeah <laughs> so i and that will be something that comes up later in the series that is one of the points that i was a bit like eh about moira uh, okay because I, I agree when they try and over explain stuff i'm like mm, no i you know i don't need okay. an explanation it's well, now magic. that I'm
1: caught up, maybe I'll pay attention and then I can Ooh. I can send groany feedback. <laughs> yes,
0: send Moira's medical minute feedback. <laughs> so um, so Luke refuses the drugs because he um, you know, he doesn't want anyone to get hurt. He needs to be alert and everything like this. I wondered as well if this is just him not wanting to, like the whole thing of not wanting to lose control of himself is related to as well what happened with Kilgrave because obviously he hurt people during that he's just very much wants to be in control at all times of himself even though that's just anesthetic but I wondered if that's you know linked with it
1: okay here's the part (laughs) of the problem I have with that um how did she think she was even going to give him anesthesia
0: because what I'm
1: thinking is.
0: Suppository. Like, this is what we always say. <laughs> oh my
1: God. No such thing. So when she, I was just thinking, she's just going to inject? can you can't inject local anesthetic into the wound because you can't get a needle into them. And mm. this is a clinic. It's a women's clinic, right? Yeah. That um, I'm not quite clear what they offer there, but uh, no, I don't know. Maybe they have an anesthetic machine in the back, but I certainly didn't see one. So. I didn't quite understand how she thought she was going to do that. And just spoiler alert, she doesn't have the qualifications to do it. Who are we kidding? I mean, it's like, super.
0: Come on. she trained at the same place that Dana Scully trained at in that. And, and I will say we, we, I recently on, on intro to X, the other podcast that I'm on covered the last episode of season 10 of, um, X files in which, um, apparently Dana Scully is also a geneticist because she's talking about <laughs> running her DNA and knows exactly how to do it. And I was like, um no, 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 Scully. Yeah,
3: I like I like how she's Claire's like, I'm gonna be the the nurse to all the superheroes. Just please, none of you require surgery.
0: Yeah. I don't know <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: but yeah, oh, when, anyway. she was t- when she was telling him like we last time I had to go in through your behind your eye, like she had no no idea of what to do this time but like well, i don't know if she was implying something or like just
1: Well, i, I like you I, matt i was thinking well what's what's your theory sweet pea because um i'll go there's... in
3: through your, your, your like, urethra and think
1: about it for a second <laughs> if if we just poke more holes in this if his internal organs and whatnot tissue is hard as a rock then so should his eyes have been like you
0: know, she's running so around should... the side of his eye
1: it doesn't matter. That, that's called <laughs> that's called your orbital bone. You'd still have to go through the back of that. I mean, it just made no sense.
0: they're, not, I, see, they're being inconsistent. Damn it! <laughs> I just laughed because when she said about she went through his eye, he kind of glanced down. Obviously, he was glancing at his wound, but obviously, I just thought like him thinking, "Are you, are you gonna go through my butt?" Because <laughs> that's what we keep <laughs> joking about, and he, him glancing down just made me think of that, and it made me laugh
1: oh god that's funny okay.
0: we just way. have have an obsession with like having to go through Luke's butt for surgeries you
1: know when she was explaining about this epithelial stuff and it's you know being springy and whatnot? what I was picturing was going to happen was oh okay so maybe his cells just like if you get a sliver in your skin and eventually your skin will cause inflammation and spit the sliver out yep. right I was picturing <laughs> these little bits of shrapnel to just start going showing up at the wound
0: and just <laughs> spinning out of the wound <laughs> that would solve the problem well now we know as well what the bullet did because you know we were saying about you heard that noise last week that i didn't hear yes. when you he were shot so we know that it exploded inside um yeah, yeah. and yeah well, and like you're saying about exactly. the sound effects as well it is it like when she does the scalpel it is like metal scraping against glass yes. it's a horrible yeah. noise
1: it's a horrible sound
0: yeah so but it, what
3: yeah, I don't know how do they're...
1: This... No, go
3: ahead. I was just going to say I don't know how they're going to fix him because, yeah. yeah, they can't get into him. And the and the rest of this episode, it was, I was cringing just thinking of all that shrapnel going deeper and deeper and it obviously pierced some organs because he's coughing up blood by the end. Yep. And, and I don't know what they're going to do.
0: They need to get yeah, um, one of Tony Stark's, like, uh, things, his art reactor, you know, that pulls the... Uh... <laughs> Yeah. bullets away from his heart or whatever it does
3: they could mm. do that or they'll have to like depower him somehow like uh, yeah.
0: i was gonna say i
1: thought uh we did know um from that video that um shades showed cottonmouth how the bullet worked that it explodes inside yeah
0: we um yeah. but we heard think, like um i think the drilling sound it also drills yeah that's what i meant to say yeah. we know that it drills inside and then explodes oh. So creepy. Yeah. 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 But it has to obviously be special tech because to be able to drill into Luke's yeah, skin. Yeah, well,
1: listen, he supposedly has skin as hard as a diamond, so I'm thinking, oh, is it a diamond-tipped bullet? <laughs> is that how it...
0: That's <laughs> why it's so expensive.
1: Or it can't be a laser. That doesn't make sense. But a laser probably would get through him as well.
0: That's well, what I was thinking about surgery. They could do laser surgery on him, maybe. Yeah. They, well, they did say before, I think, when they were discussing the bullets, um, cottonmouth and shades that it was uh technology left over from the incident which would suggest that it's alien it's chatari um, tech so it's some kind of mm-hmm. weird alien metal right. that can i don't know it's a magic metal that can i can't see and i'm fine with that it can be magic alien metal and I'm
1: perfectly okay <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> so um misty is interviewing candace and Candice said that she used cottonmouth shower um, but Misty's like well there were traces of blood found in the shower so Mariah apparently didn't do that good of a job at cleaning up uh, so the story is that Candice was sleeping with cotton mouth and was using his shower and immediately I, when I watched this episode as well I was thinking the same things that Misty's obviously thinking which is, uh, no, you don't call the guy you're sleeping with Mr. Stokes <laughs> like no, that's weird uh, unless you're Harlequin sleeping with the Joker and calling him Mr. Mr. J. J. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Donovan from last week arrives, who is the uh, the kind of slimy lawyer, you know, that was uh, representing Cottonmouth last week and represents the Kingpin. Um, and uh, this is when Candice as well is uh, saying it was definitely Luke Cage. He merged Cottonmouth and he was wearing bright yellow gloves. Hmm. So, but Misty's not convinced.
1: Because Misty's not a ninny.
0: What do you guys think of Misty in this episode? Uh, she's getting
3: a little... Uh, taking things a little too personally.
0: She is. I think it's obviously down to Scarf, though. Like, it's left over from Scarf because she even quotes Scarf later. And she's under a lot of pressure. Um, Misty is still my favourite character in this series. I think. Yeah. I, I love Misty. Um... I kind of like though that she sort of loses it a bit later because it shows that she's not she's not like a super cop. I, that would really irritate me if she was. Oh, she's just fantastic at everything. I like that she still makes mistakes. Um, I love that scene later where with her and Claire and Priscilla. It's like we said a few weeks ago. You've got these amazing female characters in this show, um, and it's nothing to do with them being female in that scene. It's just there great characters do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i i really like that so yeah
1: i i i don't know if i um hmm. i don't know if i completely buy it how mad she gets when we get there later at, mm-hmm. at claire right
0: i think yeah. maybe like when i was talking to a friend of mine about this she was saying that she thought it was because misty still has feelings for Luke and is jealous of Claire. And I was like, I don't get that at all. Because if she, that's what they're going for, I don't get that.
1: No, because she doesn't have any idea what their relationship even is. Yeah. But you know what I mean? There's nothing that she's seen between Claire and Luke that would make her think it was romantic. Um, I mean, Claire even said, like, she's the nurse or whatever.
0: And also, but, like, Misty and Luke slept together once, you know? Yeah. It was a one-night yeah. stand. And she's been...
1: Um, uh, suspicious and dubious about him ever since. So it's yeah. not like she, it's not like she took him to heart and she fell madly in love. I mean, it was just really good sex. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I, I that just seemed a bit odd to me. Um, I I think uh, it's funny when we first. I know I'm going way back since I haven't sent feedback. But when we first <laughs> met, met Scarf, um, I was thinking they were such a weird mismatch of partners. Like she just seemed, I don't know much more kind of streetwise and um, calm and reasonable. And he just seemed kind of smarmy and, and slimy to me right from the get go. And so, uh, but then as they showed us a bit more of their background, I bought into it a bit more and I could, yeah, see, yeah you know, like he trusted, you know what I mean? They gave her the backstory and they explained how he had seen something in her, blah, blah, blah. So that's fine. I was, I was kind of buying into it, but I feel like she um, had, has her act together well enough. And I'm not saying she's Superwoman and she would never lose it. It's just I didn't think it would come out of so much anger. I don't know. I don't know if I completely bought that.
3: What do you think of her new partner?
0: Who, Bailey. New partner. Is her, oh, he's not her no, partner. He's like the forensic guy. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. She's just. I think she's just working with him. Because he was in the, the first episode as well. Um, I assume they uh, signed together. I don't oh. think so. I think she's just working with him a bit. Uh, but he was like he was working with Scarf as well earlier in the series Hmm. Um, so I I love the next bit with Mariah and Alex her assistant where Alex and sorry if it's your quote guys he just goes you killed it out there and I wrote that's kind of inappropriate (laughs) Alex (laughs) (laughs) I love that and she just kind of looks at him it's like (laughs) yeah (laughs) and this is where Misty gives uh, Mariah a slow clap yeah and then...
3: Did she hear that part where, like... There was I,
0: I hope so, part? because, no, I like... She
1: did.
3: We might yeah. get away with it or something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she was right at the edge of the corner. I hope she heard that. Yeah, I hope she did. We don't get any indication that she did, but I hope she did. But this moment, like, where Mariah asks about Scarf and, um, obviously, to, to kind of piss off Misty, and then, mm. like... Um, Ridley appears, and then Mariah and Ridley are like, oh yeah, like, no, you can't be like that, I don't care, like, does she say she's her sorority sister or something? Yeah, yeah, basically. But and she's and still were, were like, close to a murder, like, what the
1: hell? I know, that was so weird, it was like, um, I don't even know what the word, it was like, high society ladies, oh, cuckoo, let's together yeah, yeah. the benefit, you know? It was unbelievable, and would not um, uh, Mariah think you should at least continue the facade of being bereaved or upset. It was so strange that she just, yeah, you know, sort of switched gears completely. But mind you, we know she's a little cray cray, so.
0: so. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, like on Ridley's, um, from Ridley's side, it's very unprofessional. Like, oh, completely. You she can be friendly still, friendly still, but at least maintain like. You know, that, like, Mariah is still a suspect. It doesn't matter what evidence you have. She was there. Yeah. You know it was someone who was close yeah. to, to Cottonmouth.
1: In fact, it made me think I was suspicious, thinking, okay, so are you actually already in Mariah's pocket? You're, you have this old relationship. Yeah, You've yeah. come out of the blue. You clearly are antagonistic toward Missy. so already I don't like you. And, hey, maybe you're <laughs> dirty, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's what it made me wonder.
3: What's Mariah's yeah, assistant's name? Alex. Alex, something?
1: yeah.
3: Alex. I, I like when she told Alex to go to the car and join Tony. It was <laughs> like what? Tony, zombie Tony. <laughs> Tony, zombie
0: Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony's the uh, the. I think he's. Uh, we've seen Tony before. He's like the chauffeur. But yeah, they oh, could have okay. given him a different name because it was... just makes us think of Tone. Because I thought the same I, I, thing. I was like I, I Tone. It was tone. Tone's and he, dead. Like,
3: <laughs> and he like affected to Mariah from Cottonmouth.
0: She's just been keeping tone in her like the trunk of her car this whole time. Car- <laughs> that corpse waiting in that car. <laughs> uh, so um, Misty and then Ridley have an argument because Misty is convinced that Mariah's guilty, but Ridley wants her to focus on Luke. And this is uh, in the next scene is where Claire's doing the ultrasound, and I didn't get her quote. Maybe it's because I'm sick. But when Luke asks if it's a boy or a girl and she says it's either twins or you need to start doing some sit ups.
3: Yeah, I didn't understand that. What's
0: she all about? I think
1: she just means either it's twins or she's ultrasounding, she sees a layer of fat. I think that's all
0: that was. Is means. she saying that he's
1: he's that, got yeah, like he, two layers of fat? And he really, as you have you have alluded to in a much earlier episode, <laughs> he's looking much more toned and lean and mean than he yeah, is. Yeah, he he's sounds, lost his little pooch. He's his yeah. Yeah. So what are you talking about, girl? There's nothing, exactly. there's nothing bad there, right, Tammy? Right? <laughs>
0: Tammy's like, yeah, I heard her from yeah, Florida. there's
1: nothing wrong with that man. <laughs>
0: Stop. Uh, we get a mention know, of Jessica you think in this scene. I need scene.
1: to go. I can inspect it and let you know. Okay.
0: You need that job on set, Moira. Yeah, Medical consultant. Golder, we need
1: to talk. <laughs> <laughs> really, I'm a professional. You can trust me. <laughs>
0: And then whenever we get the mention of Jessica, it just makes me go, oh, I want Jessica and Luke together. Like, mm-hmm. I just make little heart shapes with my hands, you know. And I'm like, because I just want them to be together and be happy. <laughs> I'm so invested in them. I think um, there was... A, those two some crazy CBS. kids. Somebody, I don't know if it was
1: Nettie or who it was, but somebody I think was ranking their, their favourite you know, from the Daredevil, um, Mm -hmm. not Daredevil, from the Defenders series, their favourite shows. And I agree, number one, Jessica Jones. (laughs) Number two, Daredevil. Number three so far, Luke Cage. I agree.
0: Yeah, I I think Jessica Jones is number one as well, as I've said. I think it's your number one, isn't it, Matt? Yours and Mel's. Uh,
3: What?
0: Jessica Jones is your favourite out of the Defenders shows Uh, so far?
3: I mean, I like it better than... Daredevil, but I don't know.
0: Well, uh, you don't have to say it like that, Matt. I mean, I'm just saying my <laughs> <dual> Daredevil fan <laughs> heart is breaking.
3: That horrible oh. Daredevil show. <laughs> of, uh, well, I, I have just, to
1: like Jessica as a character. I just yeah. really do. Yeah.
3: But she's so uh, gloomy. Um.
1: Well, she's less gloomy when
0: she's around Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't oh. you be? No yeah, like yeah, I do too. Um, she's, she's complex. I love Jessica as well. I, I was it, there was a, a set photo released of them filming Defenders, and Kristen Ritter was there, and it was just so exciting, like like seeing her playing Jessica Jones again, filming. It was just like oh, so exciting, like
1: being in Central Park and seeing her. Yay, when and we like saw that, them filming, yes.
0: yay! Oh, so yeah. exciting. <laughs> so there's a call from Misty, um, she's been trying to call Luke a few times and this is where Misty tells them that Cottonmouth is dead um, and then Bailey is doing a trace on the call but Luke is onto onto her so they manage to find out roughly where he is so Misty goes to bring Luke in
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, my next note is at Harlem's Paradise, Shades is shading his way around again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he does he's like, he just shades like, himself around
3: he's like appreciating everything he just inherited yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah <wow. laughs> particularly at the end of the scene where he just does like a, a breathes in and is like ah oh, my kingdom uh, this is when Zip and the crew come in cause they want Severance pay we see that Sugar <laughs> is back after he said he was going to leave but he's back uh, and now he says he's in charge they all work for him and tells him to go and buy some new clothes which was nice of him I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. You must <laughs> well, all go and buy shades because no, your no, shades are
1: so nice. Of him. He, he's basically insulting them, saying you're a bunch of peons who look classless and pathetic. And so, if you're going to be my underlings, my minions have to at least look good. I mean, yeah. it's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> he has... and he's such a he's such a skinny, scrawny, renty guy, really himself. I mean, he's a tiny man. Yeah, yeah. he really Any is. Any of those guys could kick his ass across the room, and I just find that quite amusing too—the
0: contrast <laughs> in sizes. They're just I scared just of Diamondback to... because he works for Diamondback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so meanwhile, at pops. The police find yellow blood-stained gloves in the bin. That's Shocking. convenient. Like, I was like, there's no way, there's no because, way. You
1: know, in, in all the footage and, and all the eyewitness accounts of Luke Cage, he's been just wandering around the streets in yellow gloves. Like Yeah, God.
0: exactly. It's ridiculous. It's so silly. Um, so Claire is examining Luke's soft tissue. We've spoken a lot about this scene. This is the scene where I said, uh, Claire went to the same medical school as Dana Scully. Because <laughs> she yeah. knows everything. Uh, th- <laughs> this is when Misty arrives And she's like, oh, is, this, is that a gunshot? Oh, great, well, you have an alibi And um, this is when Bailey Phones Misty, obviously, to go, no, we found Luke's uh, Yellow gloves, and Misty's like Right, you're Yeah, arrested. just because
3: he got shot doesn't mean it's an alibi He could have mm-hmm. got shot by a Cottonmouth
0: <laughs> Exactly, yeah <laughs> um, But she's like, gloves? Nope, uh, you're Arrested, and Claire Sees a little sniper mark on Luke's Head, so they all hit the floor Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see one of the Judas bullets hit the wall and explodes, so we see what it sort of does up close, I guess. Yeah. And Misty starts shooting outside, then runs outside to investigate.
3: That was and funny, then, she's like, I got him.
0: Yeah, she's like, don't worry, <laughs> I'm going to go. No, you, well, it turns out you didn't, Misty, you didn't.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Striker like, turns into, like, Jason Voorhees or something, because he, like, shoves his hand through the window and grabs Claire. And it's like something you would see on Friday the 13th. Yeah. It made me laugh. <laughs> and she's armed with a scalpel, so she stabs him with a scalpel. And then she and Luke drag Stryker inside, and he and Luke finally come face to face. And Luke seems to recognise him. hmm And I put in my notes, apparently Luke's balls are not unbreakable because Stryker (laughs) kicks him in the balls and Luke goes down. Okay.
3: Does he he shoot him in the balls too?
0: I don't think so. so. I thought he did
3: when they were fighting. I thought he took a step back and shot him in the balls a couple
0: times. He does like a lot of kicking him and punching him in his wound, obviously, which would hurt. But at that point, I rewound it. He definitely kicks him in the balls. I was like, oh, so Luke doesn't have unbreakable balls. Well, well
1: we've then ascertained that indeed he can feel
0: so, Exactly.
1: if Clark has more dabs
0: exactly it's like oh ow um, Stryker shoots him with a revolver as well he might have shot him in the balls at that point Matt I didn't notice but I mean those bullets I'm guessing aren't going to go under his skin anyway because they're just regular bullets um, so and then Stryker grabs Misty and runs off and then he starts quoting scripture at her, and I'm like,
1: Ugh. at which point I immediately thought, honest to God, I immediately thought, oh, this is his brother.
0: Oh, really? Why? Yes, because
1: he, he referenced somewhere. Yeah. I think he was walking with Misty, and he said his dad was a preacher. And yeah. right away, asked, who yeah. the hell else would be quoting scripture except some crazy ass, you know, guy that was quote unquote left behind? And I immediately thought, oh my God, this is his brother. Who knew? Yeah. And
0: we also heard that Luke before say his father was a preacher.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. That's he how he put that? His
0: name.
1: So yeah. So mm. I thought, okay, nothing in the show was wasted. There's no, there's no little tidbits that are tossed out for no reason. So yeah. I thought, oh, okay.
0: I thought it was great how they put in that line because if you remembered that <laughs> Luke had said that as well, you'd pick up on it then and be like, oh. Otherwise, if you yeah. didn't, you would get that at the end of the episode. I thought it was a good, really right. good way of doing it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Striker is about to shoot Misty, uh, but then he leaves and he's like, "Hey, don't worry, I'm going to kill you later, bye! Runs up.
3: I thought they were going to go do something much darker at right first.
0: I know! Oh, well, when, he, when Misty he, had when her he made head, made like your, there. Yeah. 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 yeah,
1: and I'm like, oh, please don't. Just don't. Yeah.
0: I actually mm-hmm. forgot whether they did that or not, because I'd only seen the episode once before I rewatched it for this. And I was like, D- did he do? Uh, no. Nope. I couldn't remember. Yeah, Next one. <laughs> uh, so Luke goes outside and he's, he's calling Stryker. Um, Stryker's made his way across the road to a cinema, an abandoned cinema.
1: And no, he's I leaving a, a trail of blood. Yes. What's, what's the location? That place is amazing.
0: I you know? don't know, but I will find out, and I'll put it oh, on the Facebook page. It's so gorgeous. It
1: of, yeah, places to go,
0: Claire. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll go there after we've been to the uh, the Indian restaurant in Daredevil, you know, with the yes! chili peppers hanging oh, from the nice. ceiling. Which I
1: so yeah. want to go to.
0: Yeah. Are you making
1: by the way, you need to make an itinerary. Would you like oh, to make an itinerary?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we did our trip like in New York the first time and saw some Daredevil places. Although uh, you weren't with us that day, Moira, but we saw That's some. Right. Um, but yeah, we definitely have to go there. Unfortunately, we can't go to Holland Paradise because it is a set. But you know, no,
1: I was so sad for you when that came out.
0: <laughs> I know we can go to Josie's. Josie's exists.
1: Yeah, and have our you know our dive bar thing kind
0: of yeah thing. yeah yeah definitely <laughs> last time we it was it was cool in there we got chatting to the bartender and everything he was telling us all about the filming cool yeah he was a cool guy he's very very interesting guy yeah we'll go out to brooklyn and go and hang oh well, i imagine this might be in brooklyn as well because they tend to film more in brooklyn than in uh, manhattan anyway um, it was beautiful it was it's beautiful. so gorgeous yeah i love all mm-hmm. these old theaters um, so, this is when Stryker accuses Carl, because obviously he calls him Carl, of leaving him to rot, and his mother destroying herself.
1: Yeah, so...
0: He monologues like a Bond villain.
1: <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh... But at this point, has, um, uh, Luke slash Carl called, called...
0: he's called out Willis, right? He's calling... No, I think he's just like said... Oh, no, he has said Willis. He says Willis when he goes in the theatre, I think. So, help
1: me out here. I don't understand. What the hell is this guy's actual name? His name's
0: Willis Stryker.
1: It really is. Okay. Yeah. So, and sorry, his real name is Carl what?
0: Carl? So, Luke's real name is Carl Lucas.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: So, when they mention about Reverend James Lucas, that's Carl's father.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I yeah. still am assuming this is his brother. But anyway.
0: Unless Keep going. Late. Carry on. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Striker calls Luke a false idol. And then he says something interesting, which is he says everything that's happened to Luke, Reva's death, why uh, Luke went inside, into jail, um, how he was treated inside, it was all him. And then he says, well, actually, Reva's death wasn't, but I just said that to wind you up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah so still at this point he hasn't said that he's diamondback yet
0: right and we find that out in a second oh no he does yeah he says it around this Have time ever, where he says i, I prefer it. being called diamondback
1: and can I, I say as an aside when we first saw striker in the street when he shot up the ambulance way back then uh-huh. he has such an he has such an angular face like he looks to me like um one of the comic book artists sketched a face and then they <laughs> created him
2: <laughs> <I was> like,
1: <laughs> he does isn't it amazing and it actually makes me think of a snake's face it really does because snakes actually have quite an angular face he's got a, a very
0: distinctive face. face the the he actor I thought, he's got yeah, crazy I thought, eyes thought, as well
1: yeah calling him a snake is actually kind of appropriate
0: so yeah pretty cool it's, I think it's a bit of a weak insult like he's like I prefer being called Dino and Luke's like because you're a, a snake yeah, no. I
1: can't
0: her. But then he has yeah, an like excuse. It. He is shot, you
3: know. I liked the random pigeon walking by in their like, in their like really intense confrontation. Oh, I didn't see
1: after. it. I didn't even notice. <laughs> really?
3: Uh, yeah, what? it was like to the to the left of Luke. There's like a, a shot of both of them standing off against each other, and there's just this pigeon, pigeon walking across the screen. Oh,
0: that's amazing! The pigeon's like, <laughs> look, more, I'm, I'm, I'm on television. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's like the swan in uh, Daredevil. Do you remember the swan that no. just was in the no. shot when there was that that uh, dramatic scene at the docks? I think it was in episode nine because we spoke to Christos and Ruth Gage about it, or I, I did. And there's this dramatic scene at the docks, and you could just see a swan in the river, just kind of poking <laughs> his head up as if to go, "Hello, I'm here." Oh, I <laughs> That's love it. Funny. Birds, they'll just invade
1: your scene every time.
0: Yep. Yeah. Can't control him. Uh, so Luke knocks um, a striker off of the royal circle by, like, <laughs> knocking this pillar down, which yep. is pretty hardcore. And then a fight ensues. shoes. Obviously, striker's not going to be able to beat Luke, even though he's wounded. Luke is super strong and, you know, he can't yep. hurt him apart from where he's wounded. Um, but Luke is spitting blood <laughs> at this point, so he's obviously getting very okay. weak.
1: Sorry, I'm giggling because episodically, it's like, you know, Stryker would whack Luke and then Luke would get this really kind of pissed off look on his face and take a deep sigh and kind of glare. And I wanted his eyes to glow red. I don't know why, but I really did. He just looked like, oh, you're just pissing me off, buddy. Okay, fine. I'm going to throw you through the wall. He's like, this is my secondary superpower,
0: laser vision. (laughs) There's something, yeah. No, that's shades. Yeah, shades. (laughs) oh oh, shades i would love if shades had laser vision
3: (laughs) i like how diamondback is doing his own dirty work though
0: yeah it's it's kind of weird because i it's weird because i imagined him as a big boss Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
0: and at this point i was like oh but he's like the guy who's kind of attacking as well just like one of the the lackeys would and I was like, I don't know if I like that. And then I thought about it. And then I was like, well, that's what Kingpin did as well. Yeah. Like Kingpin yeah. Would, would attack Daredevil himself as well. So Plus, listen, here's the thing. This is personal, right? He, I'm
1: assuming he had no idea. Well, maybe I shouldn't assume that now that I say that out loud. Maybe he knew exactly where his brother was, Carl. Anyway, but I was originally thinking he saw him on TV or something. I thought, aha, that's what happened to you. Now I know where you are. You know, blah blah blah. Hate your guts. It's revenge. You left me alone. Mom died. And so that's why he's doing this. This is not, it's not about his minions. It's not getting anything to do with his drug trafficking or arms dealing or anything else. Uh It's just personal. And so it's, he wants to do it himself.
0: Yeah.
1: That was my theory.
0: Small theory. Otherwise, because he's not left it down to Shades. You know, he's not said, Shades, here's a Judas bullet. Go and shoot him. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Yeah. So um, in the next scene, Ridley um, basically says that she's been interviewing Claire, but Claire's given no info. And Misty's like, let me her, let me Anna. Um, and this is when she quotes Scarf. She says, we have rapport. Uh, Misty demands to know who the shooter was. And Claire's not being that helpful. I mean, Claire's basically saying he's innocent. But I was like, well, there's no point getting arsy with Misty. Like Misty's doing her job. Maybe it's just because I love Misty so much. But, like, I don't know, Claire's getting a bit annoyed and a bit like, um, you know, don't talk to me like that. And it's like, well, yeah, you were at the site of a shooting. She doesn't really know you. Something's going on, and a guy's been murdered. You know what I mean? And Misty also had a gun put to her and nearly killed. I don't know. Mm. I was just like, look, Claire Temple. Look, Claire, from one Claire to another. Just tone it down a bit on the cheek, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah, to be
1: fair, even though I'm a bit I'm a bit suspicious about what's her name? Ridley?
0: Ridley. Ripley? Yeah.
1: I always want to think Ripley and then I think of Sigourney Weaver and then I go <laughs> off into Lynn and anyway. So but but to be fair to her, yeah. You know, she might be suspicious, but uh, she's making a fair point there.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, we won't get Sigourney Weaver until the Defenders Moira. <gasps> oh, As the big bad. Oh I can't wait. It's gonna be so good. Um, so this is when Misty kind of loses her temper and she starts to choke Claire, and Ridley interrupts and Claire leaves, but she's not going to press charges. So Misty's kind of losing it a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the time Luke's leaves you know what? Again, okay, sorry. Sorry. No, it's okay. No, to be
1: fair to her though, I don't think she's had um, any time to grieve Scarf's death. I no. Don't, like in a way i can't really blame her you know she's yeah whatever she's human so yeah maybe that's enough reason right there for her to be odd i mean i was saying earlier i find it a bit funny but maybe that's all it is she's just stressed and unhappy and you know
0: under a lot of pressure of time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um by the time luke leaves the theater uh striker is gone um in the car uh uh, Mariah gives Candice some money to pay her off and Candice confirms that she would never have slept with Cotmouth she absolutely hated him and she hates the fact that this is now kind of on record um, you know which yeah is kind of sucks for Candice but Candice you're giving a false alibi so um, you're a false statement uh, and then Shades of course is hiding in the car in the front he's just shading about as he does um, and <laughs> And then he's like, well, you know, what if she doesn't go along with it? And then Mariah just says, well, we'll have to kill her. Um, we'll I have to ki- kill the entire building. Oh. Oh and my she's God. so cold. Oh. And she, like, mentions the whole thing about Duke Elling- Ellington and um, living looking. in the building and stuff. Yeah. Oh.
1: And she even has a plot,
0: you know, we'll, we'll pretend it's a home invasion. I thought, oh, my God, I love it. You are so diabolical. Just yeah. You know,
1: just like that. Just quick, quick, quick-witted and diabolical.
0: She's so and dark. And crazy. Yeah. It's so creepy. Wow. I love her. I love Mariah so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when she, when she arrives home, she sees the photo of Mama Mabel, and she says, "I'm not like you." And it's like, "Oh, but you are, Mariah. You are." Oh. And in the last scene, Luke is staggering along the streets, bleeding. Stryker is following him. Luke apologizes, and he says, "I loved you like you were my brother." And then Willis says, "I am your brother." And, and then, I'm like, "Yeah, bang, I know." <laughs> And then Luke flies back into the garbage truck, Daredevil style, you know, into garbage, and the truck drives away.
1: <laughs> and this freaks me out, because I'm like, okay, you already have a bunch of shrapnel in me, now you're about to have a whole bunch more. There's a shrapnel party going on in your organs, and I don't care what you're made of, you, you your organs have to work for you to stay alive, so... <laughs> you know you're bleeding internally god knows where it's migrating to i'm thinking really much like Matt. i'm thinking he is doomed at this point unless there's a yeah. super duper magnet that's going to suck them all out again and even if it sucks them all out again it's not like he's got auto repair does he like does he <laughs> you know it's one thing not to be harmed it's a second thing to repair damage they aren't the same yeah thing. he's not wolverine right Yes, thank you. So So, I'm like,
0: okay, I don't get it. How is he going to survive this?
3: So does he have any sort of healing factor at all? Like, Well, we
0: we saw when he had the procedure done in episode four that it looked like it healed him, because that was the idea. It was meant to help him heal quicker. So it did heal up the wounds that he had then, but I don't think that meant that he had any ongoing healing thing, because otherwise the gunshot that... um, I mean, I think he he maybe healed slightly quicker from the gunshot that Jessica gave him than he would have. But it's not like there's a healing factor for his skin to heal itself because it's never able to be cut in the first place.
1: Yeah, because it was an external. It was that fluid, blah, 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 whatever. That was supposedly what somehow made him heal. I know I agree with you. So I really am a little I was a little perturbed. To last night when I finished watching it and he's going away in the dump truck, I'm like, ah, I want to watch the next one.
0: <laughs> well, now <laughs> you can after we record. <laughs> well, now I can. <laughs> oh,
1: that's why I said I'm probably going to cheat and just keep
0: <laughs> Make sure you yeah, send us one. your thoughts.
1: <laughs> I can now. yay! Um, and this one, this episode, not episode, sorry, this series, I thought was slower to get going, but now it's really gotten. me.
0: See, I have, I will say... Um, Not spoilers for anything that's going to happen. I find Diamondback Mm -hmm. far less... And I I won't do any spoilers. I find him far less interesting, a villain, than I do Cottonmouth and Mariah. And definitely I find Mariah a lot more interesting at this point.
1: Is Diamondback more of a one-note character, kind
0: of? I I won't say anything. I just... I I don't think it's the performance. Mm -hmm. I think it's the way the character's written. Um, but I found that in the later half of the series, but I did watch this all in one go and I will say when I've watched seasons before, like when I did Ever and Jessica Jones, obviously by the time you're getting to the end of a 13 hour marathon, I'm getting a bit tired and a bit cranky. So I'm going to see if I like it more this time round. <laughs>
1: That's a fair statement. See, so I, will the,
0: yeah, I will be the yeah, I will be fair. <laughs> I might you know, we'll see. But when I watched it the first time, I I didn't like him that much.
1: Okay. So yeah. we've had fair warning. That's
0: fine. Yeah. But I might like him more this time around. I don't know. Okay. We'll see. Um Okay, do you guys want some Easter eggs? Yes, because they're so, three, so delectable. Three, four, three, three. Okay. Uh, this isn't really an Easter egg, but uh, these are all from Den of Geek as usual. Uh, one of the things they mentioned was um, that, like Superman, often has a lot of Christ imagery. Just look at Zack Snyder's films. Um, they have a lot of Christ imagery with Luke in this episode, um, of this, the symbolism of Luke as Christ. Um, obviously, when Luke says, it's my cross to bear... Um, You have Claire trying to... uh, He's got the wound in his side um, that she's trying to heal. And also the bullet is called the Judas Bullet. Mm. Uh, Little Easter egg again. We mentioned about Ben Donovan, the lawyer. He is actually a Luke Cage character rather than a Daredevil character. So it makes sense that he's in the Luke Cage series. Um, And he first appeared in Luke Cage, Hero for Hire, issue number 14. And then... Uh, A little bit about Stryker. So, Willis Stryker, aka Diamondback, uh, he was Luke Cage's first non-prison foe in the comics, because obviously prison foes would be like Shades and Comanche. He appeared in Luke Cage, Hero for Hire, number one. Um, He was... The character in the comics was into gimmicky knives, which I just love the sound of. So (laughs) I imagine it like the penguin with his gimmicky umbrellas. You know, like... Uh (laughs) (laughs) That kind of thing. Um, In the comics, uh, Willis and Carl competed for the love of Reva. Because Reva was in the comics. And it was actually kind of Carl's fault that she was killed in the comics. So that's why he said it in the episode. And the reason was that she was killed in Gun Crossfire. Because at the time, she was romantically involved with Willis. um, And he was involved in a lot of crime. Stuff And this was while Luke, uh, or Carl, sorry, was in jail. So it was wow. kind of Carl that got her, uh, Carl, uh, Willis, that got her killed. Huh. So there we go. Wow. Those are your Easter eggs, guys. Are you nice and full? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was quite delicious. Feeling you? pretty chocolatey. Yeah, that was your Thanksgiving <laughs> treat. Uh, so let's uh, are have... These, are these Easter eggs full of gravy? They're full of turkey. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Chocolate kind of that is wrong <laughs> <laughs> turkey and chocolate mm, yum yum uh <laughs> so now it is time for quotes and moira you are our special guest and so you get to pick a quote first if you have any oh, i'm
3: horrible I, at this i, like, I always do you, forget don't worry one,
0: but give me
3: somebody second. send me one
0: i think i have I like one i only have
3: one so so oh, never mind then.
1: okay okay we're ready that's the last time you will ever call me bitch.
0: Yeah. That was oh, great. I, was I love Mariah so much. I love her. Yeah, yeah She's yeah. so great. Oh, she's so good. Uh, and I think I have... you happen to know,
1: how old is Alfre Woodward? I
0: don't know. Shall I have a look? She looks
1: age- ageless to me. Like She's, she's so around... beautiful. I know. She's been around kind of forever, and I was... I don't know why that came into my head as a question, but it popped in and I I was looking at her and then I just forgot to check. I thought you might know offhand.
0: I I (laughs) don't. I'm looking now. She was born 1952. Wow. She's a year younger than my parents. Yeah, she looks amazing.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Wow. One can only hope.
0: (laughs) What do they say? Black don't crack? Yep. (laughs) she looks amazing she's so beautiful wow i was thinking the same though about when i was watching american horror story the other day and i was like how old is angela bessett now because i was thinking like how long ago it was that she was in um what's love got to do with it you know as tiny uh, tina turner not tiny turner tina turner and i was like she must have as tiny tim (laughs) she was in that tiny tim biopic um (laughs) I was thinking, like, I don't know how old she was in that, but I thought she was probably in her thirties. So I don't know how old she is, but she looks amazing as well. Like
1: I'm looking it up right now,
0: 1958. Wow, she is years old. Yeah, they're both beautiful, beautiful good ladies.
1: God. Good God. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah, I I look as good as them when I'm that age. A look better Um. than I do now because I'm all all got a cold and have a red nose at (laughs) the (laughs) moment. So now it is time for feedback, and Mel is not here, so I can't go. Mel, come out to play. Can you dig it? uh, Can you dig it? it? Uh, But I will say, Matt, can can you dig it, Matt? Can you dig it?
3: I can. I I can dig it.
0: Cool. Cool. This is from Sedna, and there is a link at the end, so I'm just going to check that it's okay. I think it is. It's a Tumblr link. I'm pretty sure it's, it's playing
3: fine. automatically.
0: What? Yeah, it is. Oh, is it? I think the it's fine. fine. Yep. I think it's fine. I think it's just, yeah, it's pretty much fine. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even understand. I can't what tell thinking. what it is. <laughs> okay, let oh, let me have a look. Oh, it's just GIFs. So,
3: yeah, this so is this from is whole...
0: Sedna.
3: This is a shorter one. Yeah. All right. Sedna says, Something we thought we'd never see here. Mike Coulter giving Charlie Cox a run for his money, acting all injured and suffering. It's all there. <laughs> no hospitals, no drugs. Once again, Claire saves the day, fortuitously having a relative with illicit ambulance and access to a deserted clinic with ultrasound and lab equipment. Yep. Arg. Evil lawyer Donovan bursts in just as Candace Patsy Miller. Is about to <laughs> Misty just can't catch a break, and now it turns to Mariah and Ridley. Oh, and now it turns out Mariah and Ridley are BFFs. FFS. <laughs> for, for, sake. for friends'
0: box. sake. For friends' sake.
3: <laughs> for friends,
0: <laughs> right?
3: Crazy-eyed <laughs> sniper guy, Striker is a Bible-quoting preacher's son, and Luke and him have a history. All oh, right, so he is Diamondback, and they're brothers. Nice Darth Vader-style reveal at the end there, Willis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Luke rallies enough to give him a clumsy fight in the closed but open cinema. Misty versus Claire. Omg, don't! Oh, wait a second. Omg, please! I want these two to get along.
0: Oh, that is a question, locked actually. Up. If the cinema was all locked up and closed, all the lights were on. Mm-hmm. Weird. Well, presumably, you know, Willis just turned on the lights when he walked in.
3: <laughs> or there was a bunch of hobos living in there, and they all scattered like rats. Oh!
0: Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> but those guys came in. Maybe there's,
1: you know, in the back, there's a few splattered, you know, blown-up hobos.
0: That <laughs> oh. Hobo guts on the wall. Yep. Uh,
3: Shade slash Mariah, though. Shudders. Creepy as fuck. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: And Luke ends up in the trash. Now officially a Defenders trope.
0: Oh, now I understand. <laughs> and then there's a at. link to oh. a GIF of Matt in the trash in Daredevil. Yeah. And also Jessica ended up in the trash in Jessica Jones, didn't she? Did she? Yeah. Didn't she end up in a load of trash bags? Off? Yeah, because it was when she was jumping off the mm. thing with uh, yeah. Simpson, she pretended yeah. they landed in the trash bags. Well, yeah. She
3: put herself in trash, yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. So there's a trash theme running through these, these So well, at some point, Iron Fist is going to end up in trash. We have to look out for it.
3: Mm-hmm. I can't wait when all four of them are going to be in the same trash bin.
0: Oh, they can have a little trash cuddle. Trash cuddle. <laughs> trash <laughs> <vilify>. <laughs> and that is our only feedback for this week, because obviously a lot of people are celebrating Thanksgivings and stuff. Thanksgivings mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't know. You sounded you sounded so country. That was cute. Thanksgivings and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. I'm gonna go celebrate Thanksgivings and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <Yeehaw. Boom>. Um. <laughs> so now it is time to score this episode, and as uh, again, lovely Moira, you can go first. Oh, crap. I, I haven't about even about thought of anything either. I know. Much, but I forgot about scoring. Oh. Okay.
1: So hmm i think i think because it revealed so many things that luke is actually penetrable and not impenetrable and um introduced us to diamondback and showed misty going a bit cray cray and let mariah step up to a whole new level of evilness all of those things are kind of awesome so i really enjoyed this one um i'm gonna give it let's see Nine out of ten confusing epithelial cells.
0: <laughs> awesome.
1: Uh, Matt?
3: I liked it. Uh, some of the medical science doesn't check out. Um, <laughs> Never does. The, the, uh, I, was, uh, I just kept yelling at the screen <laughs> the whole time. He was, like, fighting and running around with, like, shrapnel shredding his guts. Yeah. So, uh Besides that, though, I, 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 liked, I liked the episode. Um, I'll give it 8 out of 10 semi-hard tissues.
0: Ooh. <gasps> that sounds rude! <laughs> Mine will sound even ruder. Okay, uh, so yeah, I like this episode. Um, I, I'm i still a bit uh, on Diamondback, just because I remember I didn't really like him when I watched it the first time. But, as I said, it might be because I was very really tired and grumpy, so I might like him more this time. Uh, I love Misty Steel, I love Mariah, um, there's lots of good stuff in this, I love Shades, uh, I think they're my th- three favourite characters at the moment, I love Luke as well, but he's just kind of hurt in this episode, he doesn't really do much, um, but yeah, those three are my favourites, so I'm going to give it 8 out of 10 uh, vulnerable, squishy Luke Cage balls. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: See, kind of rude <laughs> he's kind of
0: cute <laughs> <laughs> obviously i mean his stress balls that he uses when yeah, he's stressed yes, guys that's what i mean yes of
1: course this
0: um yes. and i will record a little thing in case we do get feedback from mel uh, thanks mel uh, that was not, great
3: <laughs> she's not back till next okay Thursday. no worries she's,
0: she's actually next drinking,
3: friday
1: morning actually uh, she's drinking port in portugal i don't think she has time for feedback she's
0: so fancy yeah um hopefully we will get a score from tammy so let's listen to that now
2: all right guys hey here's my uh feedback for blowing up the spot so we start off with um luke being shot and that is not mike culture's best performance i thought his acting was actually terrible when he was shot um so i know he was supposed to be like strong and hardcore and stuff but come on now uh And we know that this guy apparently really wants Luke dead. He even chases the ambulance. (laughs) Um, I do love Manny, the ambulance driver. I hope we get uh, more of that. Um, I like when Diamondback says, can you dig it? (laughs) I don't know. I just kind of like him. Um, I feel bad for Mariah. I know I'm not supposed to, but I really do. I think she's just a survivalist and she's doing what she needs to do to just keep on going um let's see what else happened in this episode uh oh yeah shades continuing to be shady i'm kind of getting a little bit over shades he's getting a little too big for his britches so i'm glad that we finally see uh striker here and he's hopefully gonna take him down because it's really bad uh, let's see, uh, the scalpel breaking in Luke's body, that was terrible, um, <laughs> that was just super gross and kind of ridiculous, uh, because I guess, what is it, Luke's body won't let the bullet go, but, uh, it's not really making much sense to me, but okay, fine, um, uh, <laughs> suspending disbelief beginning now all right mariah knowing um the new captain lieutenant whatever detective lady uh, is great and the fact that they were sorority sisters that makes me laugh as well um i really did think they were going to go through luke's butthole for a while to get the uh, bullet <laughs> i know that was like a joke before but i was kind of starting to think that that was true um Uh, and okay so is Stryker really for real luke's brother that's a weird turn of events i don't know i i guess this episode i was not necessarily too into it um there were just uh, too many things that i didn't like. i don't know i just don't care where the story's going in some areas or maybe it just needs to be clarified or something. So I'm excited to kind of move on to the next episode. So for this episode, I'm only giving it like a seven and a half out of ten. Um, I, what the fuck is happening? That's, that's my answer for that. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. Bye.
0: Thanks, Tammy. That was great. <laughs> All the things that she said, they, they were great. Terry yeah. always says all the things. What a great score! Thanks, <laughs> Terry. We have no idea what it was, but we shall enjoy it when we hear it. Um, so now it's time for me to thank the lovely Moira um, as being our special guest again. And uh, yeah, thanks, Moira. Well, thank you for having me. It's always a blast. Are you going to come back uh, for Iron Fist? Of course. Yeah. Yay! Also. And um, can you be heard anywhere else on the internet at the moment?
1: Uh, not terribly much. Although, oddly enough, people are still tuning into Fishercast from, like, 2012. Who knew? Six so, Feet Under. Yeah, um, Six Feet Under podcast. Yeah,
0: it's a good podcast. Yeah.
1: Well, it was fun. It
0: was yeah. much fun. fun. And you're always guessing on other stuff.
1: I am. Um, yeah, I haven't started up some crazy... Where is medical minutes podcast i don't think that's happening anytime <laughs> soon
0: <laughs> if you do that you won't have time to go on all the other podcasts and tell us exactly. all the medical facts we need <laughs> you to do that god. misconceptions exactly i am hoping that you will come on Calavici fashion cast and tell us all the medical facts about time travel <laughs> and its effect on the body
1: <laughs> god i need to do my research <laughs>
0: There's some crazy holes in logic in that, in that show. Um, I love it. Awesome. So, yeah, so it's just the three of us. Um, so it's kind of a bit of a short but sweet episode. It
1: was cozy, because we all it snuggled in the same little giant king size bed. And it we was
0: did. Fun, so. We all snuggled up in our little nest together. Yeah. It was very yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, I was
1: crashing you tissues whenever your nose got sniffling.
0: Yeah, we, d- we drank some cocoa. It was lovely. Yeah. So, uh do you guys want to do a prediction for next week's episode? Yeah, what is it? <laughs> Okay. Next week's episode is called D-W-Y-C-K. <laughs> and I will tell you what I put as my prediction the first time I read that. this I actually posted this on Defenders TV podcast page the other day. I was thinking about when Mariah killed Cottonmouth, so I put that it could be Don't worry yet, cottonmouth. Kidding! Smash, 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 smash. What is it? D-W-Y-C-K. Oh, C-K.
3: I thought you said Z. That would be Z, though. There's no Americans here. Um.
0: It could be Daredevil wishes you could, Karen. (laughs) I don't know what that is. Um, Oh my god, Dwight. Diamondback Denmark once your... you your Calvin Klein. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Because, you know,
1: the whole militaristic look, it's so last year. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's going
0: to be. I think
3: it, this, this show is going to take a hard sci-fi turn, and okay. it stands for Do What You Can, Klingon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Excellent. <laughs> Well, there are Klingons and Calvin Kleins in next week's episode, so that's oui. cool. Yes, <laughs> I will. I I I can't actually remember what that does stand for. Obviously, it's a gangster song, like all the episodes are named after. But it it someone did tell me what it stood for, but I can't remember. So I'll find out for next week. Awesome. So until then, um, Moira, do you want to take us out with an an Excelsior or a sweet Christmas or a Striker? Whatever you want. <laughs> Excelsior! Oh, ah. that's good. You sounded like a wizard.
1: I was, you know, I was putting a little bit of uh, real feeling into that one.
0: <laughs> awesome. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast.